0: back to the into athletics podcast episode six now six last episode was a it was a marathon with jared oh yeah it was a good one too it was i i sat i didn't talk much i sat here and i listened and i learned so much
1: man i, I think i listened to it at least twice after you published it too <laughs> after it dropped on sunday so I you listened a, to that podcast for three hours for three hours <laughs> yeah i listened to it on sunday and then i listened again on wednesday I'm telling you, man. The more, and then my wife told me she listened to it too. So, yeah, and she she listened to it twice as well. She's like, I learn something every time. Yeah. So he
0: he's just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Especially like with things you thought you knew about right. exercise and diet and stuff. He's like, nah.
1: But the fluff that's going around, and like yeah. Facebook and all that stuff, you listen, you read it, and you're like, oh my gosh. And then Jared comes in and he goes, he drops that knowledge bomb on you, and you're like. <laughs> backed by research too never mind you know so and you can't really argue i mean he's been around the world he has um and in his free time he's hundreds and hundreds of hours of studying and researching which is awesome so
0: i was talking to my wife maria and i really don't like research like unless it's something like i'm obsessed over like some sort of new tech or right something i'm doing work-wise i just
1: for me it's always something especially in this industry if it's something that I have no clue about. So if I have no clue about it and it's like in the fitness industry, all of a sudden it's like, yeah. boom, then I will research you gotta it. You got to know. I'll, I'll research it a little bit. Well, that's bit. good
0: because like you'll have a kid come in and be like, what about this? Right. Something new. And you'll be like, uh.
1: I have no idea. But yeah. it'd be cool. So know. I try to keep on top of it. And sometimes the research, you're right. Sometimes it just, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be real. It's <laughs> boring sometimes. But Do you keep up with like uh, teenage lingo?
0: Is that something you put research into? So when a kid comes in, he's like,
1: I, I technically don't even have to. They pretty much educate me every time they come in. So
0: a girl comes in, she's like, I want to be a visco girl. Have that's, you heard that? What is that? Yeah. See. See, I'm there's not, stuff going on we
1: don't even know. See what I mean? So, I, but the guys, <laughs> they they keep me on on top of everything, man. I'm telling you, it's that's crazy. good.
0: You should ask the girls too, because they got
1: they barely tell me what music they want me to play in the gym. Dang.
0: Got to get them out of that shell.
1: Yeah, they do, but. It's... I don't know. <laughs> I don't you know. can't relate. You're yeah. a dude. Yeah, I'm a dude. I can't relate. It's tough. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Adrian, how are you today?
1: Doing good, man. It's been a busy week. Um, getting several new athletes into the gym. Um, several young athletes, kind of what brought up the topic today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, training the younger athletes. And I guess it can carry over into, um, you know, high school and college as well. But um, I just... You know, after training these past several years, you know... The kids, it's crazy to see how resilient they really are as far as being able to recover. Sure. Uh, go in and lift. You, you can really work them, and, uh, and and they come back the next day and they can almost do it again. Dang, man. You know what I mean?
0: I miss those days. I do too. <laughs> when you didn't realize how hard stuff was. Exactly. You're just like, I just did it because I was told to.
1: <laughs> you do it, next day you can do it again. But then again, you know, uh, it goes back to what we did as kids. You know what I mean? We yeah. we were out running around playing pickup games, playing basketball. You didn't sweat like at all. I, Hadn't hit puberty yet. <laughs> you don't just, got bo. you just going. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, man, it's it's crazy because um, these kids come in and, and and really it's the parents, you know, that, that come in and they always ask the question, um, especially when they're you know whether they message me personally, email or or text or call or whatever. They always ask me, you know, what age is appropriate for these kids to train? Yeah. Um, and honestly, they can start. I mean, I, I've trained them as, as early as eight years old. Um, now we don't go crazy and do kind of, obviously no Olympic lifts and things like that. We stick to the basics. Um, but but really, you know, this misconception of lifting hard, lifting heavy, is going to stunt growth. I mean, that's old news. Um, so you know, that's that's something that. It's it's not going to happen. Now, hmm. injuries can occur if they're not supervised when they're that young. Um, but but the thing is, it's it's not going to stunt their growth. If anything, it's going build, to build muscle.
0: Sure. So are, are there any lifts or exercises that
1: could do that? Or is that just... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, again, I mean, if I bring an eight-year-old kid in there and I try to trap bar deadlift him or, or you know, back squat him with yeah. enormous amount of weight or something I know he can't do, then, yeah, there's always risk. To get hurt um but but obviously that's why you you seek out a strength coach or something like that in order to kind of supervise that um so there's always going to be age appropriate exercises for you know eight years old nine ten sure you know 11 12 13 when they hit their teens and things like that and some kids are going to develop slower too so sometimes you know a 12 year old is going to be developing kind of like you know a 10 year old or something mm-hmm. you know so you have to um, be able to uh, to progress those exercises and regress those exercises at the same time. That's more age appropriate for them and where they're at. Um, but you know this this thing of you know are these kids too young to lift with you? You mm-hmm. know, lately I've been getting a lot of eleven and twelve year old kids wanting to get in there and train, and and they're doing great. You yeah. know, it's it's you know we stick to the basics, and I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel or anything like that with them. Um, but you know, with the parents out there, they're always asking me, you know, the number one question they ask me is, you know, are these kids too young to be lifting weights? And right. the answer is simply no. Um, a lot of what I program at the very beginning from the first, to, you know, first week to the fourth week is body weights, mm-hmm. uh, body weight movements. Um, and really honestly, jumping, cutting, tossing. Uh, that's my big one with these kids is, you know, tossing a ball on overhead or, a granny ball tossing it towards each other if they're mm-hmm. partnered up or slamming the ball or something like that. Um, and they think it's fun because sure. you probably can't do that stuff at the house. So, <laughs> right. You know. Um, so
0: like, how how are these kids hearing about you? Like, do they have just like telling their friends like, oh yeah, I'm working out. And yeah, then they're yeah. like, oh shoot, I should be doing that.
1: Yeah, man, lately it's been word of mouth. Yeah. Um, And, and it's it's crazy because um, I didn't ever believe that, you know, once you start a business with of any kind, if you, I'm not trying to blow my own head up or nothing, but you know, when you have the connection with kids and and you're good at what you do Mm -hmm. or try to be the best at what you do, um, the word of mouth travels faster than anything. And I, and it really does. I mean, you know, I get one person off a team and another one wants to come another one wants to come or something like that. Um, so, and I, and I do work with local teams around the area too. So it kind of helps. Um, but social media too. So if I post a story, you know, on my Instagram or something like that, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I get younger kids that message me and they're like, that looks really cool, you know, or something like that. <laughs> or, um, especially if they're older, they always ask me what I do and if I could help them out, which is cool. It's a good starting point. It's cool yeah. to see these kids, you know, take that stepping stone to, to kind of ask me rather than their parents. So Sure.
0: <clears throat> cool. So, so, um, I don't know, I guess, do these parents come in and and watch the kids? Like, Do they sit there, or do they sit there for maybe a couple sessions? Like, the new ones coming in.
1: Yeah, um, some do, some don't. Yeah. Um, Especially if it's a kid that's been, and we'll talk about it in a second, especially if it's a kid that is already playing a sport, has been playing sports all their lives. Right. They know the importance of the separation between the coach and the parents. Yeah, sure. You know, while you're being there, and I think that's huge. Um, I personally don't like when parents... You sideline coach, yeah. that's kind of what I call it, I guess, where that's kind of the term for it. So I don't want them to do that. They know that, though. I'm pretty straight up for it. I'm not mean about it, but they know. Sure. I mean, you know, they, they know the importance of uh, the relationship between the coach and the athlete. But, um, you know, they, they, they see what we do. They like it. Um, results are there, things like that, even at Young Kids and things. We'll talk about that as well yeah. as far as results and how soon will you see them and stuff. So, yeah, do man. you uh,
0: – I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have any dance moms? but like, what would you call them? Exercise
1: moms? I do. I have a couple exercise moms. I have a couple cheer moms too. Yeah? And those are, those are pretty fun. Yeah, they like to whip that phone out a lot, make sure they, they record their daughters or sons or whatever doing what they need to do. Yeah. Should we
0: start a reality TV show with
1: them? Yeah, let's do it. That'd be pretty it. fun. The into cheer mom. The dance cheer moms. moms. Yeah, cheer moms. I love it. That'd be amazing. That's funny. Um, but yeah, man, so it's like, you, going back to you know what's appropriate for these kids you know as a coach and stuff number one thing is i want to make it fun for them um, even if a kid doesn't have a lifting background and i think that's the hardest you know you get a you know a younger kid that has zero lifting background mm-hmm. and i think the harder ones to work with honestly the ones that are like in their teens 13 14 15 to have no lifting background um, because they've already kind of sort of already developing you see what i'm saying Seven, yeah. 15 16 years old They're already just because they look big, mature, whatever. It's still sometimes harder to to work with them to get them to understand where they need to be. Sure, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, So, but you know, working with a kid with no lifting background, um, again, it kind of just goes back into the fundamentals. And I'm going to kick back to like you working with the younger kids because that's what I've been getting in lately. Mm -hmm. Or a lot younger kid, a lot of younger kids. Um, so with those that have no lifting background at all, I stick with the fundamentals, body weights, body weight exercises and things like that. Um, I don't try, again, I don't try to reinvent the wheel with them at all. I, I communicate a lot with the parents as to why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but I, I think of it as like, what do they do? you know, what do they do outside of me as far as going outside and playing? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I mimic those things, whether it be jumping over a hurdle and then jumping over two or three hurdles and then grabbing a ball and tossing it over there. And I think you've seen kids in my gym do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Slamming the ball, running back and forth, things like that. Um, So at the same time, when we're doing that, we are practicing those fundamentals of squatting, hinging, um, lunging, jumping, landing, um, communication, things like that. So Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool, man.
0: And I think, I think it's cool too. You kind of, I mean, they're kids, like they still play and they still just like run around and have fun. And you kind of, you kind of encourage that too. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not just like, all right, lift this 10 times and and, like move on to this. Like, especially with those like speed drills and those quick, you know, switch over drills and stuff like they have fun with it. So it's not just like get in the gym and get yelled at it's like kind of a fun environment too No, exactly
1: they still love to compete it's not you know they still like to compete you know what I mean whether it be with me and then I'll get in front of them and they'll have to you know I'll try to juke them and they have to move their hips to kind of make sure that you know they're moving their hips I I mean I guess I could say correctly or more efficiently for them um so so you know we can reduce the the risk of injuries and stuff like that which which is awesome um so even with those and I think you know you hit that Kind of speed part of it. I was going to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, that th- that's tough coming from someone that has, that's not playing sports and and coming in with no lifting background and don't play sports and are are wanting to try to play sports. That's a tough one. Um, and the parents' number one question is when are they going to see results because they got tryouts in four weeks or yeah. something. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, that's that's tough. Yeah. You know, so I can never technically on the results. Put a time frame in that. Sure. Even with my adults, I, I'm not going to put a time frame in that. Um, you're going to start feeling it within four weeks or so, as far as maybe a little bit of difference, and sure. in, in how you feel and things like that. Uh, before and how before how you look. And with these kids, they're going to feel a difference in their movement patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I can squat a little bit better. I feel more stable. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, as far as balance is concerned and stuff, but um, you know, it it it's tough when when a parent asks. You know. I have tryouts in four weeks or five weeks, six weeks and my boys or my girl hasn't played a sport yet. Or yeah. anything. So <laughs> we have to go back to the real basic and fundamentals. And it goes back to the last couple episodes that, you know, we did previously in regards to skipping, lunging, hinging, right. You know, things like that. And, and, and those are what movements I put in to their programs. Um, and, Especially those new ones, going back to the question you asked if the parents sit and watch, I kind of encourage that the first couple times Mm -hmm. if they're really, really new uh, to let them feel comfortable. Right. Um, But I want the parents to know, you know, what I'm going to be doing with them. Sure. uh, Which is pretty cool. So.
0: And I know, like, With some of your older athletes, like, say, a kid going from high school to college, and they really do have, like, a summer to get ready. Right. um, It's good to know that, and there are certain things that you can sort of push them a little bit more in order to get them ready for the college level. Um, But so is it – I mean, and what I'm thinking is, too, like, if a kid's never played a sport and they come to you and they've got tryouts in five weeks, like, teaching them the basics is going to get them a leg up on all the other kids who haven't. You know, played before exactly. You know? Like yeah. it's going to get them ready, even if it doesn't feel like you're necessarily working them to death to get them to be the best on the team. Right. You know.
1: And I promise you that if, regardless if they played a sport, if they ever lifted, they will see results. Yeah. And they will see them fast. <laughs> they will feel it. They will see it. Their parents will see it. Their movement. They. It, it's nothing. And I know this sounds horrible on my part. Like it's nothing technically. I'm just supervising programming for them, mm-hmm. the basic stuff. Now, it's just happening because that's the way they're adapting. They're going to adapt to my programs, yeah. and they're they're going to see a difference. It's nothing technically special that I'm doing, and I know that sounds bad, um, or, or whatever on my part, but it, it's just true. You yeah. know, it, they're going to see the results because you're going from never doing anything <laughs> to to training specifically for your sport yeah. you're going to see a result you're going to see huge results in, in three to four weeks which is why I encourage you know those parents and those and those coaches out there listening that if you have a kid that's just starting don't leave them uh, you know in, in, on the bench or anything I mean I guess whatever you, you feel comfortable with you are the coach but yeah. find another resource a strength coach a training facility that can help them yeah next year because within that <laughs> four to five weeks you will see a difference in yeah. them, and it builds confidence in them, which is cool, man. Sure. So.
0: And I mean, seniors will graduate, you know, and if your juniors aren't ready to play, cause it was a big senior year. Exactly. Like, yeah. So it's good to keep everyone trained up and stuff like that too. And, and another thing, man, like I know you're kind of saying like, it's nothing special, but honestly, you know, I could learn how to fix my refrigerator, but that would take me a long time. I'd have to buy the materials. I don't know where to go to buy them. So might as well call someone professional to come fix it for me you yeah. know and i think you know you have the knowledge the expertise especially working with you know these um youth athletes so you're creating things that parents have no idea how to create and you know a big part of having a personal trainer someone to train you is i'd say 50 percent of it is just holding you accountable and being yeah. there and pushing you to keep going because you know you leave that to the kid like hey son look up some exercises and then go do them like they're not going to know what to do or have any drive to do that. Yeah, they're going to be in is. their room playing Fortnite. Yeah. Yes, Working exactly. on those thumb, thumb skills.
1: <laughs> those thumb gains. <laughs> Them thumb do gains. Do these kids that come in have massive thumbs? <clears throat> Huge thumbs. And that's what I'm just texting all the time. Snapchatting. <laughs> Snapchatting constantly. Jeez. Just ruined it. <laughs> um, but, you know, going back to results, when those parents, it, they have to understand, too, it's it's the longevity of this. You know, right. I want these kids to be able to keep this up for a long time so if they're with me two years from uh, from today they're injury free hopefully and mm-hmm. i don't i've never met anybody that can prevent any injury so it's just the way it is it's yeah. sports you know so you, i'm never gonna be able to prevent all of them um so you know longevity is key here even when it comes to eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen four i mean it doesn't matter really what age you are longevity here even if you start in your 20s 30s 40s you want to be able to keep it up from when you started forever and always if yeah. you possibly can um, and, and again those results are going to come you know what I mean so one don't shy away for if, you're, if your kid's young parents don't shy away from giving getting your kids or seeking out a strength coach to get your kids out here uh, to lift um, you want to have somebody that obviously has some sort of background and knowledge and what's mm-hmm. correct and what's proper and what to do um, with them There's there's obviously certain things you want to watch out for uh, but you know, you want somebody you can have fun with too. So
0: yeah, don't send your kids to power lifter.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> wait a minute now. Don't. Be, be, I mean, I've seen some really good, you know, strength coaches who are power predominantly power lifters, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're really good with the kids, and they they make it fun because a lot of these kids see these these guys lift really heavy weight, and and sometimes they have really cool ways of 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 building a program that kind of mimics that but fun yeah, you see yeah, what i'm saying like picking up probably, a yeah. yeah say you know five pound ball and tossing it over the shoulder or something you know i mean they they'll be able to find some cool ways which is which is cool um so going back to um like not only longevity is key but yeah, as we progress it goes back to um previous episode we talked about progressive overload even mm-hmm. though these kids are young it's still about the progressive overload Um, And to me personally, what I like to do and what I do with my younger athletes is I do it slowly. Um, So obviously that should be with everyone, um, but I do it a little bit slower than normal. Um, Even though they're going to see results that fast, I always got to keep in my mind that longevity is key here. So I, I want them to do this for a long time without just overloading, overloading and overloading. Because there's so many aspects that play a part in, in building these these youth athletes a program. Yeah. Um so I just gotta make sure that that when I'm doing it um, that at the same time I'm progressively overloading them, if that may – and I know that we talked to uh, Dr. Kazaza uh, a couple episodes back or something like that, and, and we, we talked about progressive overload with, with adults. Yeah. And that was really specifically towards adults. It's the same exact progressing progression. It's, it's the same exact way. Um, it's just going to be different lifts um, and, and not too many compound lifts with that. Cool. So it's pretty cool, man. Um, you know, like, again, you'll see those results fast with these kids. Right. Um, I, you know, I just wanted to kind of get it clear because I, I get that question with those parents a lot. <laughs> yeah. If, if my kids should be lifting, are they going to see results is the next question. Um, and and I think like that. I think it's good to, to kind of level set
0: with them on what results look like.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. they might not know. They might think results is he needs to be able to lift his own body weight and bench press. Like, is I mean, I don't know, you know, they might have some preconceived notion of what results
1: are in the gym. Yeah. And that's typically coming from when, when they were kids and if they were with a trainer or something like that. Um, so it's not their fault, you know, they're limited to, to what they know. Um, and I guess that's why they bring them to me. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's why I'm in business for them. So, um, you know, and, and it goes into as well as not necessarily seeing the results, but making sure your kid's having fun somewhere yeah. other than on the court, on the field. Um, and especially if it's somebody that hasn't even been doing anything. So right. if they haven't been doing nothing at all, they're going to have fun. They're <laughs> going to have fun doing this. I mean, I, I trained a, a girl that that's, that was with me for two and a half years that didn't play a single sport. And all of a sudden within that two and a half year mark, she's playing softball. And then after softball, she, now she's swimming. She's <laughs> swimming's taken taking a lot of her time. Yeah. Um, at this point, and I wish she was still with me right now, but she's going to come back after swimming, uh, season. So, um, but so do, you,
0: do you think kind of working out with you kind of maybe beforehand, she didn't feel confident enough to play sports.
1: I like feel like that's she
0: came in too late. Yeah. So. I feel like
1: that's with a lot of them that come in sometimes if they never played a sport. Yeah. Um, and I always try to always ask them, what are you playing this year? You know, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't like tell them they should, but you know, when I see a kid doing really good and they move really well without <laughs> you me saying too something. much, yeah. you know, I'm like, "Hey, you should be playing something," which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I love seeing that. Um, it's just kind of naturally they got it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of which is you know unfortunate for some, but it's, it, it is the way it is. A lot of that's genetics as well. Sure. Um, so I mean, they can't help it, but no, uh,
0: <laughs> they can't help being awesome.
1: They can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's great. Um, sometimes man too is, and they always ask about. You know, the recovery, back to the whole point of you know the athletes, these youth kids being resilient, is they recover fast. Sure. Um, you, you have to think about when we were kids, we would go out and play almost every single day. These parents sometimes have to step back and remember what they did. If right. They were playing all the you could do this stuff every single day. They're going to recover. You know what I mean? Um, what do they do already? They Again, they jump, they leap, they skip. You know, that's what they did as kids. Right. Um, and, and nothing's really different than when they come into my gym. We do those things. Um, so I want them to feel comfortable with the methods that I'm using um, and at the same time keep in the back of their head that, they're just kids yeah you know what i mean so this is this is why we're not bench pressing going back <laughs> to should they be bench pressing Should that should they be this and that the huge one i get is the vertical at 12 years old they need to increase their vertical i was like goodness <laughs> gracious you know i love that yeah don't get me wrong i, I love the fact the parent wants to be involved is this
0: but, something that the coaches say or something the parents uh, watch uh, the uh, nfl combine and we're like oh
1: yeah, I really don't. I, honestly, I don't know where it's coming from. It's one of those. If you play anything that you have to jump, basketball, volleyball, yeah, you know, the vertical has to be higher. I mean, these kids are twelve years old. You know what <laughs> let's I mean? Teach them how to jump first. Let's let's <laughs> teach them. Let, let's just teach them. You know how to how to squat first. Yeah. You know that that's where it comes. And I and go and that's going to be hand in hand. I mean, once you get these kids stronger, they're going to, like I said, they're going to see results fast. Yeah, they're going to get stronger. Therefore. Their vertical might go up a little bit, but at the same time, I'm not even really thinking about their vertical. Right. I'm not going to test them on their vertical. Uh, that, that's fine, you know. If a kid really wants to know, and they're and I have them as a one-on-one and, and to have fun, then I'll test it just for fun. Sure, you know. Um, obviously with the proper warm up, I won't throw that out there. I don't want you to just go out there and just <laughs> jump, uh, which at the same time, these young kids, again, resilient, resilient, man, yeah. you could probably do it. And they're probably <laughs> just fine, you know, um, you know, unless they have some sort of limitations or something like that or whatever. Um, so we have to keep that in mind. Um, I know, I know before we've talked about kids like wanting to max all the time, all
0: the time, um, do you have kids, like, complaining a lot over the stuff you program for them? Like, dude, why are we doing bench?
1: No. Yeah, man. Uh, most of it ha- has to do with, like, the very end with the, the finishers yeah. uh, or something like that, especially my high school athletes and, some, and my college teams that, uh, college team that I work for um, and work with. So they, they don't like the finishers and the core finishers and things like that. Uh, Is that
0: mostly, like, cardio stuff yeah, that you yeah. throw on the end? Or, so yeah, throw like, on the on. end for
1: a finisher, exactly. And they're like, come on, do we have to do this? <laughs> Yeah, that's the ones they complain. As far as the big movements at the in the very middle, nah, not really. They really yeah. don't complain. Um, some people hate the Bulgarian split squats because it burns your quads and they're like, why does this burn so much? Oh, you're pushing yourself up with your one foot yeah. and you have, you know, 10 pounds in each hand. So it's tough. I have uh, a
0: vendetta against those. Yeah, well. no,
1: you don't like them. I don't. But I'll take them, man. They're tough. They're He's tough. Strong. It is, you know, <laughs> but, you know, and that kind of goes into next topic I want to talk about is too is with these kids, I do train a lot of single leg activities, unilateral, uh, single arm, uh, single leg activities with them. Um, again, it just comes down, comes down to the uh, specificity of the sport. Yeah. Um, you, you're going to be on one foot a lot, you, you know, jumping off one foot in basketball landing on one foot, um, you know, running technically you're in the air for a second, you strike with that one foot, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, it's, um, it's it's huge and and I, and I do a lot of it and with balance um, and things like that and that's and that's simply just to get them ready and that's huge on my programming with those all across the board but mainly on the ones all across the board but really hit it hard with those who have not played a sport or yeah. lifting at all you sure. see what i'm saying and and those it's really prevalent it's obvious when during the assessment <laughs> yeah. it's obvious that that's what we're going to have to hit hard on. Sure. Um, and, I mean, we've talked about, too, like sometimes you'll have people
0: do opposite hand, opposite foot, yep. and it's hard for them because yep. they've just never had to think in that way in normal everyday movements.
1: Right. And that goes back to the bear crawls, yep. you know, bird dogs, bear crawls, dead bugs, and, you know, and they, they, they don't get the importance of it while they're doing it. Yeah. But there's I, there's always a reason. And I always <laughs> try to get my kids, you know, to tell them, you know, tell my athletes all of them across the board, no matter what age. If you want to know why I'm doing it, you know, why you're doing what you're doing, you can always ask me and yeah, I'll yeah. let you know why you're doing it. Um, so, and I program that that stuff a lot. You know, I program the dead bugs a lot. I program uh, the bear crawls a lot for that exact reason. You know, the coordination um, that's involved to do that, and it should be should come very natural, but at times it doesn't. Sure. You know, standing on one foot is hard for a lot. Um, you know, and this whole like standing on the BOSU with the kids and throwing the ball, things like that. I mean, I've done it before in the past, and sometimes I may do it with an older athlete or something Mm -hmm. like that, coming back from, you know, an ACL injury or or an ankle injury or something like that. But technically, I I really don't see – and this is just kind of one of my pet peeves a little bit, seeing the huge benefit of getting these youth kids – on the BOSU ball for and throwing a ball at them or, or something like that, you know, on an uneven surface doing that at, at that time. Yeah. I, I just don't see the benefit of Is it. Is
0: that something like parents ask for or something? Yeah,
1: I mean, I have a couple of them that kind of ask me, you know, I want to work on because it's the internet. I mean, it could be the best <laughs> thing in the world. It could be the worst thing in the world. You know, they see this yeah. one in a million kid on YouTube that's standing on a BOSU ball with one leg throwing them up, football and in a baseball at the same time and he's catching it listen that's not your kid that's not really you know that's him don't worry about don't worry about that i really rarely really program that for 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 a young kid like that um they just need to learn how to stand on one foot (laughs) without anything shaking at the bottom you know what i mean so um so yeah I, i try to i try to clear that up with these uh with these parents and the coaches as well yeah um but unilateral work for me is huge, even in the youth, um, and, and I'll hit it hard. If they're coming twice a day, I always make sure it's my second day, um, and I find out to be work, that works out a little bit better. Um, and I've always told them my first day is a learn day, and my, their second day is, a, is an earn Sure. Um, and even with my adults, you know, if they have, if they coming into their Monday, Wednesday, Friday class, it's always going to be a learn and then a learn. And then on Friday, it's going to be that earn day. So mm-hmm. we're going to really hit unilateral work. We're going to really hit it hard when it comes to that. So, um, and I think that, that process or that, what, what I've been using that first day earn, learn, second day earn, it, it's really, really helped with a carryover, cool. um, which, which is pretty cool. Cause again, you know, that's kind of separates me of how I program compared to others. Um, I don't want them to do the same thing every time they come. So, um, you know, those who are out there, those coaches that are listening or something like that, that's working with the youth kids, you know, keep in mind, it's always good to separate those days. Um, And what I found personally, what's worked for me with my athletes is, you you'd learn it one day whether that be the hinge pattern on a monday um and you got the same hinge pattern but single leg on wednesday so you got a single leg rdl on wednesday bar you know dumbbell rdl on monday yeah. so you know you're learning and then you earn it you know things like that and obviously they got to be ready for it so yeah. it's, it's pretty cool so um and that's just kind of how i roll man um it works so Cool, what's next? Yeah, man, so um, talk a little bit about to kind of going from the younger and then going to the older as far as like, um, what I'm gonna program for these kids uh, with, if depending on how many days they come. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about where now we're transitioning to uh, volleyball season is going to an end. Uh, basketball season's coming, uh, it's approaching fast. It's sure. pretty much here. I just started with uh, uh, Faith Christian School here in Roanoke yesterday for their first session preseason to get get them ready as far as conditioning and, and footwork and things like that. Nice. How they look? Oh, they look great. They look good, man. They look good. There's a lot of them that are in uh, cross country right now, mm-hmm. and uh, the, about six or seven of them that are in volleyball still, Dang. and they got regionals. So it gets it gets tough to lower numbers right now, but it's it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, they run a really fast uh, fast paced scheme on the court, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting them conditioned for that is huge. Um, So, and then speaking of that, you know, if, if you're ever looking for, you know, whether you're listening to this in in Roanoke, whether you're listening, I don't know, wherever you're listening this from, if, if coaches, head coaches of a basketball team, if you're looking, um, I think what's worked is, if you are trying to work on X's and O's, it can be kind of hard to put X's and O's together. Conditioning all of one is kind of, get an outside resource for your kids Um, whether you are high school or college to come in and work with them so you can be uh, getting your practice scheme ready right after or even before something like that Um, I I find that that's working you know and it's worked with Faith Christian in the past um, and, and, and other teams as well so Uh, which is pretty cool and I work with North Cross School here too in Roanoke and it's working as well where the coaches can come in and they can watch what we're doing Um, but at the same time they can be working on their practice scheme while I'm I'm getting them conditioned
0: you only have so so much time so
1: yeah yeah and 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 that's that's kind of what I'm here for so if you need to find that that resource it really helps for those kids to be hearing it from someone else taking Mm -hmm. instruction from someone else working on uh, you know Planning their foot, you know, hip, hip turns, sure. um, you know, crossovers, things like that in basketball, football, uh, it, it really helps with that carryover right into the field. Um, and, and I've seen really good results with these kids working with them, you know, con- consistently It has to be consistent. I mean, yeah. um, but it, it is all in how you program as well. Definitely. Um, so, so yeah, man. Cool.
0: Is that all you got for this episode? That's
1: all I got for the man. episode, man. We've been going
0: 32 minutes. That's perfect. It doesn't feel like it. does. Perfect
1: timing. It is. (laughs) It's shorter. It's perfect. Um, And I think next time we're going to hit a little bit more on, on that, on that team. I kind of want to talk about that. I wanted to talk about that today about mm -hmm. a little bit more on that, that the team training and things and about how I um, separate, you know, basketball with volleyball. And there's some things that are always going to correlate. And we're going to do the same. And there's some things that I stay away from versus the other, if that makes any sense. Um, And it's, because it's just sports specific yeah. and, and it's not, again, it's really not reinventing the wheel, but yeah. you know, really so that, know.
0: I mean, that'll be good for kids, parents, coaches, anyone who has, you know, these athletes that play multiple sports and they got a crossover between the two and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And guys, I, you've probably picked up on it so far, but I just want to say like, if you're, if you're hesitant bringing your kid in anywhere to work out, or maybe you have a friend who is hesitant and working out themselves, like adrian's cool like come in and talk to him just ask like you know he's he's at the gym a lot of times out of the day (laughs) that was a terrible (laughs) sentence sometimes (laughs) you got work with teams and stuff like that but i mean if you want to check and make sure hit him up on facebook instagram you can find his email and maybe phone number on the website yep phone number on there it's on there cool so yeah hit him up is that okay
1: that i say that yeah is that true yeah. Hit me up anytime. Well, actually, you know, people hit me up anyway on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm a direct kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, if you see my phone number floating around on a card or something like that, give me a call and, and I'll help you as much as I can, as far as resources concerned. If I can't help you, I'll try my best to find someone who can. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's people in this area that are better at certain things than I am. And that's yeah. just, it's just the way it is, you know? And, and if I feel like, you know, someone else can work with this picture better than I can because of this, then then guess what? I'm going to refer you to that person because awesome. of ultimately about them. But, you know, going back to this episode, you know, before we close out, you know, these parents, again, um, the importance of just getting your kid out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, it's sometimes we all want them to take the initiative to contact me or to contact someone else outside their circle. Sure. Yeah. But, I did not do that when I was 12, 13, yeah. 14 years old. Me neither, man. Um, so I think it's very important to ask the question if they want it first, and and then and then seek from there. Um, it's my opinion: never too long, never too young to start. Um, I, I, you know, lifting weights, uh, working on speed, working on agility. I think it's going to be very important in the long run, especially if it's something uh, that they're going to enjoy. So, um, awesome. so even if it's a kid that's just looking for. Weight loss, you know, even for body composition for Mm -hmm. uh, a teen and they don't play anything. I think it's still uh, okay to seek seek advice or something like that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Cool, man. Yeah. Thank you, as always. Of course. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for listening to the Into Athletics podcast. Feel free to rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, which is now live on Apple Podcasts. This is the first one we're recording where it's live on there. So that was a big thing for us. But, yeah, feel free to leave us a rating. Leave us any comments, things like that on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can reach out to Adrian. Let him know if you have any questions like that, and we can discuss them here as well. We've got some guests coming up in the future we're really excited about, so look forward to that, and uh, that's going to do it. Thanks, man.